Welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Leanna. And our mission is simple. It's to help you find your mission according to God's plan. We wanted to start a podcast just so we can have a dedicated space to be open with y'all, unedited and unscripted. We want to be a voice and a light to a generation that is often overlooked, the ones who do not know what to do with their lives. Missionless. We want to be honest and authentic and relatable. So we hope you enjoy our episodes. Hey you guys, welcome back. This is season one, episode two, and we are going to be talking about what is holding you back and how to overcome it. Thank you for joining us. We're going to have three parts again to this episode. Part one will be why, part two will be what, and part three will be how. So let's get started. So often, um, we allow ourselves to be held back from pursuing what God wants us to do in our life. And the the hard part about this is we often do not really know what holds us back. We say, oh, I can't do this because I'm scared. or But we don't really identify what we're scared of or if it's something that someone told us and or the people in our lives, the influences holding us back. Like there, there are certain things that we do not know why um, we're being held back. So we, we're, we wanted to do this episode to explain a little more about that and then to dive deeper into how you can overcome it by God's word and praying. So David, why don't you share how you have been held back in the past when you were younger, whenever, or even now? Thanks, Leanna. So, I've been held back probably more times than none in, in, in my life. The feeling of being held back and not understanding it really until after you've overcome it. Probably the the biggest what is holding me back probably in the last five years was writing my, my first book. I think that that definitely was the biggest thing that was holding me back for a long time whenever I first started had the thought to write a book I I was planning on completing it in in four to six months (laughs) (laughs) little did I know that it was going to take a lot of time a lot of time a lot of writing a lot of planning uh, and a lot more time so it's being pushed back to almost two years and hopefully it's going to be out whenever this episode is out as well too so go check it out on Amazon book's called Work Hard, Pay the Price, Make It Happen. But that book did not just come about with a, with my fingers snapping or making a wish and it, and it coming true. Um, I had to f- emotionally, physically, mentally get past what they call a writer's block in order to, to finish. So why was the writer's block or my fears holding me back. Well, I was scared to reveal myself. I was scared to be open with the world. I was scared to publish, self-publish. I didn't know what I was doing. We still don't know what we're doing, you know? And so all of that was really holding me back from finished writing. And it took a long, long time and a lot of praying 
to be able to overcome it. But that that's probably my biggest what is holding you back or held you back story that I've got. So, um, and it was just a matter of just putting myself out there and scared of getting, of it not being successful, scared of it, of me being shot down. There was a lot of why I was feeling the way I was trying to finish my first book. Mm. Wow. So basically what you're saying is you were fearful because of failing. Yes. You didn't want to fail. So you kind of didn't want to start. So if you don't start, you don't fail. Exactly. Yeah. So if I didn't start it, I mean, you know, then all of those holdbacks would be not even relevant. So Mm. So what about you, Leanna? What's what's one story you can share about what is or what what is or was holding you back? Mm. So I don't have a major story like you have, but I would say throughout my life, in middle school and high school, I was really insecure about myself, and I really allowed myself to be held back by my insecurity, and so I was super shy, and I still am really shy, but nowadays, I try to push myself to talk to new people and, like, you know, make people feel welcome and, you know, things like that now, but back then, I just wouldn't say a word or make new friends or people didn't know who I was, and I was just scared. So later on, um, I went on a mission trip back when I was a junior in high school, and that changed my life. That that changed my outlook on life, and I realized in doing that, before I even went on a mission trip, I did not want to go. I was so scared. I didn't want to get out of my comfort zone. I was so fearful of what could happen to me. I thought I was going to get killed out there. <laughs> so basically, what my point is, I went to Guatemala which is in the Central America. So I was just afraid that I was going to get hurt or get lost or people would leave me or whatever. <laughs> so I was scared of everything back then, and that's what held me back from doing, doing a lot of things. And so later on, after I got over that, I was also fearful um, of putting myself out there because one, at one point in my life, after I graduated high school, I had my heart broken. And that really held me back for a long time in terms of like not going out on dates with anyone. And I figured if I don't go on a date or say yes to anyone, I will not get hurt. That was my thinking at the time. So I did not go on a date for three years. (laughs) I know. She was waiting for me. I know, waiting for David. So basically, I pray to God that he will not open my heart until it's the right person. And when David came along in the picture, he started talking to me and he asked me out for coffee and I wanted to say yes and I almost said no because I was still really scared of getting my heart broken like in the past. But luckily I got over past my fears of getting my heart broken and putting myself out there and I went on my first date with him and now he's my husband. So. Put yourself out there. <laughs> yes, but be careful though. <laughs> so, in both of our stories, we had a calling, or we still do have a calling from God, and God want God God ultimately has the plan for what He wants us to do, 
in this world and we often want to pursue those goals and dreams and aspirations but God does not want us to be held back by fears or anxiety or fear of the unknown or what others might think or not being perfect or standing out or putting yourself out there feeling all underqualified lack of experience or expertise and failure God wants us to pursue our dreams and to pursue our desires to glorify him and to put him first in, in everything that we do and just to be free from the the holdbacks that the world and life has to offer and it's hard you know nobody's perfect and we're not perfect and yeah. but we we i guess right now we're being held back i guess a little by the by this podcast because <laughs> we keep putting it off and we're scared you know so even whenever we're recording this we're being held back but we're we're overcoming it uh, as we speak now so this is a, a a good example of yeah of so how we're to, overcoming it I, um to share a little more about that um because this is in real time as we're recording this um if we were literally we bought the microphone and <laughs> we bought all the equipment back in i would have to say august or september and we're just now recording it in October. And so we waited like a month and a half to like start actually start recording this and just trying it out. Like we're afraid of like, just, you know, we, we're not going to know what to say. Like we have, and I'll let you know, we have an outline in front of us just to keep us on track of what we're going to say. But at the same time, I'm still scared. Like what if the outline is horrible? Like what if it's not something that we're supposed to say? See, all these thoughts can come into our mind. And that can hold, hold us back. But we have to overcome it because we know God called us to do this podcast. So. That's good. So what holds us back? We've kind of talked a little bit about this, but ourselves, I think, is the, the biggest one. You, um, you listening, us talking, uh, you are the one to hold yourself back the most out of everybody. Even yeah. your parents, your friends, your family, your influences. But I think you are the one who holds yourself back yeah. the most. And and it's hard. And to be able to, to overcome it, that's when influences are a big help. Like your friends, family, and coworkers. Your influences can help or harm you when you are trying to get out of the holding back mentality and trying to overcome it. Um, They always say you are who you surround yourself with. So if you're trying to overcome a huge obstacle in your life and you surround people who haven't gotten past that point yet, you're probably not going to get past the point that you want to get past. Mm-hmm. If you surround yourself with people who have already passed that point in, in their life, you're most likely to get past it yourself. So I think number one, the biggest, the biggest what is yourself being able to holding yourself back. Second is probably influences. Now they can hold you back also and they can help you overcome it. And the third is how we spend our time. 
So in talking more about myself, I had a lot of, just like I shared in the beginning, I had a lot of insecurities and fears that I wrestled with my mind a lot. And I had a lot of thoughts in my head that I'm not, I'm not going to amount to anything or I'm not going to be successful in what I'm doing. So I had a lot of anxiety, the fear of the un- unknown of what other people might think of me, not being perfect, standing out and putting myself out there, feeling unqualified, and having a lot of experience and failing. So all this, all of those I can relate to. I've had every one of those fears or insecurities in my life. And so that's something I relate to the most. But for influences, uh, influences doesn't have to be just like your friend and family. It can be like people that you listen to like online or uh, maybe even like strangers at Walmart. Like if they say something to you and you accidentally bump into them and they're having a bad day, they're like, what are you doing? Watch what you doing. You don't, you don't know a thing about how to walk or something. But influences can be anyone that influences you in a good way or a bad way. And that can also be something that holds you back. So an example of an influence in my life, I had a counselor tell me that what I wanted to do in my life when I was in high school, like my job field that I wanted to go into, was to go into ministry. Not like start a business, I just, I didn't know any, I don't think I wanted to be a business person at the time, but I wanted to uh, be a part of ministry and, you know, spread the gospel, maybe travel to places in other countries. And he basically just said to me, that is not going to work. You will not make money. You need to find something else. And I literally, like, that really haunted me for the longest time. That's, that's an example of an influence because it was a counselor of mine that was helping me through the process of um, college. And I think that was a, either the end of my junior year or the beginning of my senior year. I don't remember in high school. But that really stuck with me for, like, a couple of years. I, I was trying to find something safe and something that was a brain income when I went to college and I was majoring in psychology and I hated it. So I changed my major like three times before I figured out what I wanted to do. So that's an example of influence. So David, why don't you tell us a little more about how we actually spend our time and how that can hold us back. Okay. So I think spending your time is probably the like the foundation to how to overcome what is holding you back. If you, so a little short story here about me. I was about a year into my career and super successful, had just about everything that I could ask for. Classic car, luxury apartment, lots of friends, lots of money. And whenever I would come home from work every day, I would watch Netflix and eat really bad food and basically just binge the whole evening and I would go to bed at like 12 or 1 in the morning and then I would get up try to get up at like 6 and then it ended up being like 10 super horrible the way to spend my time during that time and so I had to figure out come to a realization that I was wasting my time in the evenings and in the mornings and so I had to I had to change and I had to make a drastic change and that honestly helped me overcome what was holding me back. But I didn't really know what was holding me back until after I overcame it. So 
but I had to get myself out of the situation I was in. I had to change my habits. I had to change what I was doing to be able to figure out that I was wasting my time and not utilizing it for the best. Mm. So that's probably one of my biggest time wasters that I've had in my life. Cool. So I guess we'll just move on to how we can overcome it. So for us, we are a we live by the word of Jesus Christ. Uh, we, we, we read the word, we do devotional, we go to church, and we believe in the word. And so what really helped me later on, um, I would go to the Bible, or sometimes I would just go to the Bible app and type in like, for there's a section in the Bible app where you can type in like if I'm anxious or something like Bible verses will come up and try to help you, and you can try to memorize these verses or whatever. And there's also a blog post that we released called "How to Tackle Your Fear to Follow Your Mission," and so you can check it out in our, our description down below. We'll have a link for you. And so in that blog post, I share Joshua one five. Seven and nine. So you want me to share it or you want to share it? So let's kind of tell the, the, the audience on how we stumbled across Joshua 1, 5, 7 through 9. How did we stumble on it? As a couple. So we were doing our, our devotional in the morning. Oh. <laughs> and we were, I'm pretty sure we were thinking about this podcast. We were very nervous, anxious, and fearful, and... We read this verse, and we started looking at it, and be strong and courageous popped up, like, I think... I think, like, three times. Three times in just a couple verses. Yeah. So we're like, hey, you know, that's awesome. This is what we need to have right now. We need to be strong, and we need to be courageous. Yeah. Just like how, how God was talking to Joshua at this point in time. In the Bible. So, you want to read it? Okay. I kind I, I of forgot about how we stumbled across the verses, but thank you for sharing. <laughs> okay, so I'll read the verses real quick. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause the people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That is a very powerful section of Joshua. Don't you think, David? Yes. Very powerful. We love this verse um, so much. And it has really helped us to, whenever we're feeling like we're being held back, we read this verse, pray, and it almost immediately helps us to overcome it. Yeah. So. So the next one of the the next verse that we're going to talk about that has helped us overcome and helped us get past from holding back is 1 Timothy 4.12. And it says, Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, 
but set an example for believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Yeah, so this verse is something that really helped me in, um, before, way before I went on a mission trip because I felt like I couldn't be a leader. I'm only 14 years old. Like, what, how can I be a leader like, where I'm at when there are adult leaders in the church? And this verse really helped me for the, long, the longest time because I think my Bible that I was reading at the time was the NCV version, New Century version. And it was easier to read for me, I just as a teenager. So it had to do with, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. And so that's something, that's, that word really resonated with me. Because I was young at the time, obviously. And I still think I'm young right now. But that's something that I feel like every person should, every young person should read and, you know, be encouraged that whatever they think of is from God and, um, He'll be with them every step of the way. Just show like, show everyone that you're faithful to him, e- even though you're young. Doesn't matter if you're young. So that's what that's why I like the verse. So yeah, same here. I I got kind of a, a career of a lifetime, and I was young. I was 24 years old and right out of college. Didn't have didn't have a whole lot of experience in management and and in leading a team. And I was accepted a job where I had to manage four or five different cities with a team of six or seven people in those cities. And I was, I was young. I was the youngest boss. I mean, whenever I would interview people for the job, some of them would just look and smile at me the whole time, you know, because I was like their son, you know, or their grandson. (laughs) So I was very young, but it, it really held me back a lot, my age. And then I just, kept praying to the Lord and kept kept reading the word and I was able to to just not not really have a not of a caring mindset but just to accept that that I'm young and this is the way it is you know and so and that and that really helped me out a lot and also to going back and like reading Bible stories of all the young leaders like most of most of the leaders in the Bible were were plucked out of their situations whenever they were whenever they were very young. Yeah. So now there is a there is a handful of, of good leaders that were elders and, and stuff like that, but a lot of them were were very young, and um, God was able to to radically impact, change, and motivate their lives to be able to do His work through them. Mm-hmm. That was really good, David. That's true. You were very young when you got the job. I think you said you were 24 at the time you were interviewing people that were in their 40s and 50s and they just didn't take you seriously because you were so young. I remember you sharing that with me. Anyways, um, this verse has more to do with um, how, how, how you spend your time. And this is a verse that really stuck with me for the longest time. So it's Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. Look carefully then how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. So I know that sounds a little dramatic about the days being evil, but it's true. Like, um, how you spend your day, uh, whether it's good or bad, like, it's, it's your choice, you know? And so I love how it says, look carefully, like, of how you're walking and how you're spending your time. Make the best use of your time because this is what I have given you, you know, like, God telling you that. So that's a verse that, oh sorry, I should pop my knuckle. <laughs> that's a verse that I like um, 
in terms of how you spend your time every time I read it I'm like I need to use my time better or maybe I'm on social media a little too much right now or maybe we shouldn't be on Netflix too much on, late at night before we go to bed sometimes we do that <laughs> so we're all human so yeah <laughs> we're just sharing with you all what we learned and what helped us whenever we were held back and and how to overcome it so yeah so these three verses really helped and helped us a lot um just by reading them studying them and applying them and in our everyday walk Mm -hmm. and so i hope that we have given you all enough information enough content and enough stories to be able to help you identify what is holding you back why 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 it is what is going on and how to to overcome it i think one of the last things in kind of in conclusion we 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 always focus on keeping prayer as a top priority in our relationship and prayer honestly has radically radically changed my life whenever i was in positions where i was being held back um and it it Prayer works, and um, it really is good to let it all out, give it to the Lord so he can take over, clean your slate to be able to make you new again. Yeah. So so we love to pray, and we pray all the time, and uh, we can probably pray more, a little more. Yeah, that's true. But, um, but it really does help having that connection with the Lord and knowing that you're not alone in your, in your fears and in your anxieties. So. Can I say a couple more things? Okay. So another thing is your influences. Um, figure out if the people you surround yourself with are good people, if they're lifting you up, if they're not being, if they're being negative all the time, they're trying to bring you down and hold you back. And um, so just trying to look through um, who you hang out with and try to see if you feel, like, excited to see them or you feel, oh, I want to hang out with them again. Like, that's where you kind of, that's a little trigger, a little red flag of um, maybe you shouldn't be hanging out with them or if they're saying negative things about you or your body or your looks or your, I don't know, whatever. Or that you're not talented enough and things like that. They're really not your friend. They're not, they're not true friend. Another thing I will mention is if you do have family that are being negative to you, like a, a mom or uncle or anyone like that, I'm really sorry. Um, the only thing you can do is ignore what they're saying because that's not true. Whatever they're saying about you, any negative, ugly thing they're saying, it's not true. And I just want to let you know that. And, um, and also if it's um, if you have like coworkers or your boss is being really hard on you, like don't realize that um, what they're saying is not true. And if you don't don't let their words hold you back, because it's your choice also to allow their words to hold you back. Anyway, anything else you want to say, David? I think that about wraps it up. Thank you, Leanna, for adding more content to that that was good so use your time to learn what relates to your goals and to benefit you read follow good people online have better influences and to spend time with 
We hope that we have helped you identify and overcome what is holding you back. Well, thank you for listening. This is the last episode for 2019. And the next time you hear from us will be 2020, the first Tuesday of January. See y'all then. And Merry Christmas. So just subscribe to our podcast. Uh, We do have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Doodle Play. Please give us a review. That would help us out so much. Check us out on our website at the www.thesimplemission.com where you'll find more about us, our story, weekly blogs we post. And then if you want more from us, just follow us on Instagram at The Simple Mission. Like our Facebook page, The Simple Mission. We do have Pinterest at The Simple Mission and we have Snapchat at The Simple Mission. So we look forward to hearing from y'all.